1: Some memories don't fade. Sometimes you miss the old days, but
0: nothing changed. let you change what's around you. How you think, how you live, how you speak, how you walk, how you blink, how you talk, how you teach, how you reach. Let it sink. What's your purpose? What's your passion? your pain? What's your plan? How
1: you
0: play? How do What's your purpose? What's your passion? All right. All right. We are here. You are plugged in with Molly and Joe, the mental warriors and Molly, the voice of the show. And that is the words of the show. My main man, Joe, put it together. You get it. You get you get an amazing show, man. What's going on, Joe? Everything is groovy,
1: brother. We had quite an eventful past couple of days off the scenes, you know, so we just bringing it all back in full circle, if you will. So, you know, it's, just, it's been a great week, you know, and we here. We got a, a words and a voice just making things happen, as always.
0: Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, we got a lot of ideas, a lot of plans coming up. We got a lot of future plans. I mean, we're talking studios, went into the studio yesterday with with, with, with the Evening Rush Network checked out what they was doing and whatnot and i like that vibe man what you thought about that vibe i thought it
1: was great man it added something to it because we've been doing all these shows remote you know what i mean so being in person added a different energy to it so i'm i'm looking forward to it man i can't wait till we start getting to the the studio and be in person like the energy is going to be bananas
0: yeah yeah so what i saw so about this week. Oh, also something happened this week and me and Joe shared in one thing, one thing after another, right? Joe, we've seen each other like what three times this week? Three three times this week. It's yeah, like man. you here, you here too? You here uh, too? Yeah. That's that family vibe, man. That's that family vibe. <laughs> now, I welcome you with open arms. You already know that. But um Thank you know, a lot of people a lot of people hear us speculate and hear us speak on it. But yeah, Joe, Joe basically family. You know what I'm saying? We was at my cousin's wedding this past Saturday. Shout out to Mish. Sean, yeah, no miss shout out to miss no we married now another matthias man married that's actually a good thing i mean you know we talk about generational curses and such um it wasn't many men in my family that i knew of was getting married um straight up and you know if, I, if it feels good to have you know my family be you know one of those who's, who's constantly changing that narrative as we go along and everyone is happily married, you know. Um, oh good oh good evening Queens of New York City podcast. What up Queens? Yes, 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 yes. Salute to you guys. But yeah, it was always it was beautiful to witness that. You know what I mean, Joe? Yes it
1: was, you know. Marriage is a sacred constitution mm-hmm. and institution if you will. And right. what I, what I think about it is that, you know, we need to show more examples of it, especially in our community, you know. So right. it was great to see that, and it was such a beautiful event and affair. So, right.
0: had and a just, little, had a little brief interview yesterday with the Evening Rush Network. Shout out Sean Don and Rainbow. Shout out, yeah, for allowing us to get a little, 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 you know, little, little taste of what you know with the interview the interview process is and whatnot. We we usually doing the interviews these days, right? So I'm like, oh, okay, I never been interviewed per se. And it was kind of cool, you know what I'm saying? I was like, all right, I could do this, you know. Listen, I was a little nervous yesterday. I said, okay, we <laughs> on the
1: other side of the coin. I didn't know where we were coming from.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. But you know, we come from the same place from the heart, you know what I'm saying? We always do, we always come from a different, different, you know, level of thinking. Um, I think, you know, we dropped in the in the brief time we was there, we dropped a couple of jewels, you know what I'm saying? That you know, you know what I mean? And then Sean Don gave us a few good encouraging words, what we do appreciate. Um, those words, and you know, and and the encouragement on what we're doing, to know that you know we might be doing you know something different, we might be making a little bit of a change, you know. Absolutely, like
1: I said, we continue in the legacy, whether you like it or not. We coming, so just <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. we coming, whether you like yeah. it or not.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, what was the, the the record? The, the, what was the label yesterday? We was talking about. It was what? Um. Oh Sean, Sean, shoot that, shoot that label, shoot that label at us, Sean, so we can give him a shout-out, man. I forget the label, man. Ah, the label? In- industry, Industry 21 magazine. Industry 21. Shout out to Industry 21. Yes. You know, they gave us a little, little 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 photo shot. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. We might be in a little magazine or something. Who knows? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean <laughs> that ain't what we here for. We here just to, you know, unplug your mind, plug something, you know, else worthy in there. And one thing, let's congratulate Giannis. Yes, you know what I mean, and the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. yeah, Sean ain't gonna <laughs> give no bombs for that. I'm telling y'all now, Sean is not giving no <laughs> bombs for that. He's a hater. He's a hater in the fifth degree. You notice he give bombs for most things, right? I did of notice course. that, right? You notice that, right, Joe? Of course. But oh, okay. Yeah. I,
1: I get it. You know, Indiana is a Indiana is a division rival for, uh no,
0: morning, so no, 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 no. He ain't an Indiana fan. He a Nets fan.
1: I know, but like I'm saying, when you have a rival winning the championship. Oh, you hit the
0: bomb now. What the hell? It. Now you hit the bomb? Oh, come oh, on. <laughs> Um, Dropping um, bombs, man. Now you wanna drop the bomb on us, bro. Come. Oh, you is funny. You was a character, brother. You're a so character. character. I feel I the same swear. way about
1: a rival too. Like if it's another team rival that's winning, I'm like, you know what? Forget all that. I am yeah. so I get yeah. it. <laughs> I'm be a yeah. all the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um that's our introductory banter. That's what we talk about. We just talk shoot it around or whatever. But yo, one thing that Giannis did say, I'm gonna spend a minute on this, maybe or whatever or two um that i like and I, it's something that i always was like yo you know um you know i don't like the super team i don't like what lebron began to do became a mercenary for the ring and all that i actually like the old school way of yo, know i was drafted by this squad and i'm gonna die with this squad unless they they unless they, unless they catch a, a brain fart and get rid of me you know what <laughs> i mean brooklyn the super team you know what i'm saying all that is whack to me you know what i mean Giannis hit them all on the head. He said, listen, I did it the hard way. I could have went to a super team, did my part, win a chip easy, but I didn't. What you think? Giannis told a great story. I mean, you don't
1: see a lot of that anymore in the NBA. And if you do, you see a lot of cats that are struggling. Like, look at Dame Lillard. He's another one in Portland that has the same story. They're going to stick to their squads. But everything is so enticing to them when you see all the other players moving around and what could be done. So Giannis is one of those guys that just said, no, I'm going to stick with my team and I'm going to win a championship. Eight, nine years later, here we are. You know what I mean? So and Giannis in the bucks.
0: Yeah, congrats. And then think about it. Eight years ago, eight years ago, his moms were selling DVDs just so they could keep the lights on in their house. You know what I'm saying? So imagine eight years later, you, you know, in the three, in the, in, in, you know, you, you 200 and change million dollars. You know what I mean? M- millionaire, like, Come right. on, man. I, I love the story, man. You know what I mean? Him and his brothers sharing sneakers just to play ball and all that other stuff. I like that kind of story, man. I like the underdog story. I
1: don't know. That's me.
0: For sure.
1: Same here. Same yeah. here. It, it tell it tells a good story and it gives a good message to those who feel like yeah. underdogs that
0: they can not, not 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 like those front running Brooklyn Nets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not like
1: yeah. Super team, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I bet. Oh wow. They got violent. <laughs> Whoa. Right now, got nah, violent. Hey Dredd. Dredd, Dredd, <laughs> you, you, you okay, Dred? Him shooting, taking shots at us, man. you see him, Dredd, <laughs> taking shots at us, man. What's up with you, man? Ah, oh, man. But we on all platforms. We on all the platforms that you could think of. We on YouTube, we on Facebook, we on Instagram, we on Inca.fm, we on Spotify we on iHeart Radio, we on Mixcloud, we on Google Podcasts, we on iTunes Podcasts, we on the Evening Rush Network. Of course, we on um 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 plugged with Molly and Joe on Facebook, we on Instagram, that's plugged MJ, we on the e- we on Deja Vu TV. Mm-hmm. You could call in us to us at 929-441-2417. That is 929-441-2417. Give us a shout out, man. Let us know we are doing good, let us know we messing up, you know how that go? Right.
1: Add some add some voices and words for for the
0: voice and the words, okay? Yeah. We yeah. want to hear. We want to hear. Yeah, yeah, we good. So um, you know what we do next. Everybody should know. Everybody, you know what I mean? We're going to have a little production with that, too. And I'm like, look, paying homage. Like, you know what I'm saying? But what we're going to do is this paying homage section as we do. And Joe, who do you have this week? Well,
1: this guy right here has been considered to be one of the greatest – Afrocentric scholars of all time. This is Yosef Ben Jokanan, also mm. known by many as Doctor ben. Ben. Yes. ben.
0: Doctor Ben, yeah. Doctor, go 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 go.
1: Doctor Ben was an American writer and a historian. He was considered to be one of the more prominent Afrocentric scholars by some black nationalists, uh, mainstream scholars. Dismissed him because of the basic historical inaccuracies in his work, as well as disputes about the authenticity of his edu- educational degrees and academic credentials. Well, that may be true on some aspects, but I'll tell you in the black community, he is revered. Like when you think of Pan Africanist in the, over the last century, you look mm-hmm. at him, he's written so many books, and not just from a modern day Afro Pan Africanist person, he's talking about the Ethiopian Jews, and he's talking about the history of the African diaspora. So a lot of his early works is where I got a lot of my information from. And he was just so revered. I mean, you had NBA players paying for his funeral when he died. Mm. That's how, I remember the story of David West who was on the Pacers at the time. He paid for his funeral. So you wouldn't necessarily hear that of coming from a scholar and a teacher, that he was like the premier master teacher. So, wow, kudos to Dr. Ben, and we hope that we do it what
0: Yeah, we we, um, we, I believe, were fortunate to, um, to be raised in, I would say, the golden, the golden era of, 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 of teachers and, 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 and scholars and such. Uh, because I think, you you, you know, w- the, the guys from way, way back that paved the way had set such a foundation that there was a lot more, you know, there's a lot more scholars and people of, of like minds just popping out of nowhere. You understand what I'm saying? And I think we're very fortunate. That's the reason why we have a show like this that was never thought of, I would say, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, yep. you could, I mean, like. Honestly, like you know, I mean, you really think about it, you understand what I'm saying, and those and listen, our age dictate that's within our lifetime, right? You we see I mean?
1: it like, I mean, we saw right. the book, and a lot of it was, you know, how you reach the masses through lectures and books and things of that right. nature. And so that's right. what we had to learn our history from, and we weren't and learning, it
0: li- and it lines up with our topic for the day, yeah. You know I mean, you know, the them chickens, you know what I'm saying, but um. Mm. Yeah, roosting <laughs> chickens. Kicking. them chickens coming home, you know what I'm saying? So, and I think we, I think both of us are examples of such things, you know what I mean? To be honest with you, you know, what I mean, and Sean and, and people like Sean, the Don, yeah, you know I mean, Sean Don, like at the end of the day, he's an entrepreneur, he owns his own network, he owns his own platform for, for a black men such as myself and yourself to be able to speak our minds. Come on, now, you know, right. they didn't Definitely. want that to happen, you know, Listen, what I mean, something, did it. something happened, yes. something happened. But no, I I got trust me, I got this because I'm not going to dwell on this next topic too. I'm not going to dwell on who I'm paying homage to too long because it, it's no picture of him because you know he's that kind of dude. You know what I mean? Trust me, he doesn't have many pictures if he does have pictures. Um, but it's my uncle, and his name is Chief Eliezer. You know what I mean? And I'm going to pay homage to him. Um, he was um, our doctor Sebi in a, in a sense you understand what i'm saying um like i mean he this is a man that sat there and proclaimed that he cured his own cancer you know what i mean he was also a man that said and 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 i don't know if he did it or not but he said he could cure AIDS you know what i mean that kind of doctor was he got all the herbs he done did all of the lessons and all of that and he um did it on his own Coming, uh, immigrant from panama you understand know what i'm saying um with not much to his name, but um, he found the Israelite way of life. You understand what I'm saying? And um, my father was one of his good good friends, and and actually became um um brought family through through um, marriage. Um, I just wanted to give him a shout out because he taught he taught me everything I know about healthy eating and and, and healthy living anything I know about vitamins, anything I know about um, sleep deprivation, whatever it is about health, I actually probably learned from this man. You know what I mean? And he's taught so many people. Um, I think he was a man before his time, as they would say. You know what I mean? Like literally like before his time, like he, he, if, if he had, you know, if we had the social media, you know, that we have now where he could get that word out to the people, come on. The, they paying top for right. this information,
1: That's what it is. Like you you think about how many people impacted without social media. Now we have the ability to reach the world. Back then you might not have had that same opportunity within the time, but you could reach the world in in an hour, you know? (laughs) So Mm -hmm. everybody can know what you're doing. So to have that type of connection nowadays and to use it correctly, that's Mm -hmm. that's the key.
0: Right. And He's still going, he's still out there making his herbs, making his mixes what I mean, you know, diagnosing what he diagnoses, you know, I mean, you know, because some people what they do, they go to the, they'll go to the, they'll go to the, um, the doctor, figure out what's wrong with them or what have you. Like, what do you think is going on with me, or whatever? And then they'll go to him and tell him what's up, and that he'll have some type of herb or something for it. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, I mean, he was a little extreme at times. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I think a lot of us is better off for it because you know now we know we can do it. We know we can eat healthy. We know we can you know, stay away from certain foods and the such. But that shout out to my Uncle Chief Elias. So. off. All right, Sean. Let me I, talk I, um talk to me on the side. Talk to me on the side. He's definitely available, bro. Trust me, he's available. All right. And then we move right along, right? It just it just like a well-oiled machine. Pass the ball, dribble a little bit, shoot, you know what I'm saying? Just pass it along. You know what I mean? Brooklyn Nets can't do that. They ain't do that. They ain't do they ain't it's going to be one of those days, producer. It's going to be one of those days. Oh. <laughs> he shot me again. He shot me again. Oh, man, the violence, man. Black on black violence is produced by black men. Stop it. All right. Current events. Current events. Here we go.
1: Well, go. here's the interesting one. We'll start off with this one. Many colleges and universities around the United States are mandating the vaccination in order for students to return to school, the most recent one being the University of Indiana, if I'm not mistaken. This happened about a week ago and they made the decree. If you're not vaccinated, you're not coming on campus to continue your education. And I mean, well, you look, you look at it this way, you know, colleges and universities uh, are a form of big business money. Right. You know, so you got to have people on campuses in order to do business. Right. So, you know, it's crazy, but I get it. And I, I totally understand as well. But people who are truly like against you. the vaccination, they're going to have to make some serious choices. And I think we're starting to see that with a lot of people who are going to like be forced to do this vaccination. And, mm. and they're going to say, well, either you want to live or you don't. Or you want to be amongst the people or you don't. So people are going to it was it's happening all over society. When you go to the corporate world, when you go to places of uh, interest, they're saying that you have to be vaccinated in order to enjoy the facilities or to enjoy the space. Right. New York City. They've they've already started getting people back into the offices, but there's no guarantee that everybody is vaccinated yet so it's one of those things where you know your parent will force you to do something without forcing you all right let's see how you enjoy it you're gonna be the only one out there doing nothing let's see
0: well personally i've I've had to see that um within my own household because as my wife put up there she felt violated should i felt violated for her that um in order for her to continue her um her um education um further she'd had to get vaccinated and even if she wanted to go away on a trip or what have you, like she planned on going on the cruise later on this year and she has to get vaccinated. Um, Set a hospital in Jersey, fired six supervisors and managers. I'm aware of that as well. I've seen the article on that as well. Um, my thing is, yeah, um, the man the the mandate in it, I don't uh, I knew that's where they were gonna go with it. Do I agree with it? Do I get it? No, I'm not with y'all on that one. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't, you know. Um
1: it's it's to prove that the
0: vaccination
1: works. You know, they gotta mandate it by getting more people vaccinated to prove that it works. But what's interesting about it is that our next current event goes into what we're talking about right now. People right. are worrying about the mandation of vaccination when it covers one part of the COVID 19, right? So now you have this COVID
0: Delta strain. Right. So like before, 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 we, before right. we go there, so now you look at you look at the mandate, but now also, they, they it's we're going to speak on it later. But yeah, the flip side to it is the fact that, you know what I mean, this is some form of separa- se- separatism as well. You know what I mean? We're going to speak to that later. But okay. now, like you said, the COVID Delta strain, speak on it.
1: Well, it's supposed to be three times as powerful as COVID-19 as it is. And it's where we were last February. It's hitting people now and worse than it was with COVID-19. People who are vaccinated are getting the COVID uh, Delta strength. I have uh, doctor friends who are telling me that people are coming in with it. The thing is, they're saying that if they're vaccinated, They're not getting the side effects that they would before. But then there are some people who are unvaccinated are getting it just as bad or worse than what COVID-19 the original strain did to them a couple uh, of 17 months ago.
0: Okay, it says after months of it says it says here, right, it says after months of data collection, scientists agree the Delta variant is the most contagious version of the coronavirus worldwide. It spreads about two to three times faster than the original version of the virus, and it's currently dominating the outbreak in the United States, responsible for more than 80% of COVID cases. A new study published online this month sheds light on why. It finds that the variant grows more rapidly inside people's respiratory tracts and to much higher levels, researchers say. On average, people infected with the Delta variant had about 1,000 times more copies of the virus in their respiratory tracts than those infected with the original strain of the coronavirus. In addition, after someone catches the Delta variant, the person likely becomes infectious sooner. On average, it took about four days for the Delta variant to reach detectable levels inside a person, compared with six days for the original coronavirus variant. And someone wrote, "But did some? Did, what's going on with the death totals and the such?" And that's exactly where I'm at with it, because it's like, why are that, Why is that not something that's being spoken about as well? You know what I mean? Like, this is supposed to be some, you know, some crazy variation. Uh, some, so, and we're not talking about shutting nothing down the time. But, I mean, I guess I get that because, like I said, it's all about the money, right?
1: Well, the government doesn't want to spread panic. We just got back to where we were, and we, st- we still got a long ways to go another epidemic, another pandemic would definitely start, would would make things worse than what they were before. So you don't want to spread panic by that. So this is the way that it should have been done with the former presidency. It should have been done this way. I mean, I have no problem with the way that they're doing it. Don't cause the panic if you have it under control or if you understand the the semantics behind it. I get that, but... You want to. You want. You want to keep people calm. You don't want to. You don't want to get them in a rush. But when you're not doing anything about it, that's what happened 17 months ago when nobody even cared about it. But now you have an administration who cares and is doing things the way that it's supposed to be done. So we shouldn't have that going to go into panic. We shouldn't have to go into worry because of it.
0: We should continue okay. our
1: everyday lives and, and find a way to make it right.
0: And I. I don't. And you know. And like. Um. I mean. You know. We. We. We live in a world where there's so many um, bacterias and viruses and deadly things that can get us um, some called a gun uh, with another person's <laughs> hand behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so many things that can take us out of here to sit here and be worried about something. I mean, that, you know, naturally, we just say is in God's hands, right? Like, you know, it's a, it's a situation where you know, if it's supposed to happen, I guess it will, you know, I mean, just yeah. not be negligent, you know, and let's let's be safe. Try to be a little cleaner. Try to be a little more considerate. Keep your space, you know, try to keep a circle small. That's another thing is teaching us what you think. Keep your circle small. You won't have to worry about these things. Absolutely. These, But here's the funny thing. Interesting thing is we should have been
1: doing this long before the pandemic. Right. This has the way to live, you know. The fact that right. we been walking around here with our pants down, so to speak, and then it yeah. just closed. You know, we right. were supposed to be doing right. this for longer. This is part of health etiquette, if you will.
0: Right. The fact right. that
1: we weren't doing it, it said, "Okay, I got to teach out the hard way," and that's what happened.
0: And maybe that's exactly what it is—is a lesson learned, right? Because I'm asking this question to you: How is blaming unvaccinated Americans for the surge in, effect, in infections a form of former systemic separatism? Is this the new racism? Because I I came up with this question because I was thinking like this, right? Because racism is something that you can't get behind anymore, right? You can't do the whole, okay, black, white, this, and third. That's not winning for them anymore, right? Because, you know, you're doing all these hateful things and the good people are crossing over to our side, so to say, right? Right. Okay. So this system cannot thrive without a 50-50. They need a 50-50. In order to thrive there's right. no way they could thrive without so they can't have us in avalanches over them down the line because remember as much as you say he got 70 something million or, or whatever um the homie got like 80 million you know what i'm saying like you know what i mean a lot of people came out to make sure that the, you know we, we we're done with that we're done with what you how you who, how you guys doing it so my thing is is this the new racism whereas now you're sitting there you know forming things where people are going to make decisions based on their, based on their morals, based on who they are, you know, cause you know, there's a lot of black folk that don't trust this country for okay. with good reason. You know what I mean? So therefore it's probably most of us that's not getting vaccinated. You know what I mean? So is this another way to where we divide one another? Cause if you look at it, it says, okay, well, you can't do this unless you get, unless you get um um the vaccine, you know, the vaccine, you know what I mean? And then there's those that's for and those that's against. So now you got your divide again, no? Well, look
1: at it this way. I mean, isn't this how the formulation of racism and classism uh, begins? Look at the story of X-Men, uh, mutants against humans. You could pretty mm-hmm. much relate that to blacks versus whites or anybody right. who's racist against a different culture. Right. The, the, the vaccinated and the non-vaccinated is going to become a, 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 a emphasis of that. Give it right. a little bit of time. It will, because what eventually is going to happen is you're going to have to have, like you said, it's a separation. You're going to have to have those for those who are vaccinated and those who are not, and people that are vaccinated are going to look at the ones and say, "Oh, well, why aren't you doing it?" You da da whatever the case may be, and they um and they use that as an example to hate on a group of people that aren't there, and mm-hmm. that it's a formulated. I'm hoping it doesn't get to that point, but the the seeds have been planted for it, if you will. Right. It right. just continues because what's going to happen is
0: one group is going to blame the other. Exactly. It was how you get with, now you get where I'm going with it. You know what I mean? Like I said, we got to open people's minds, bro. You yes. feel what I'm saying? People think these things don't matter. All of these things matter. You understand what I'm saying? Every, every decision that these people make and every fight that they put out there, because remember, these are things that's put out there. These are things that's man-made. Trust me, they do all of these experiments to see how we would react if, we were exposed to this disease that they Absolutely. made.
1: Absolutely. And like, we're, we're the guinea pigs, you know?
0: hmm
1: One way yeah. or another, either we're going to survive unvaccinated or we're going to survive vaccinated. And mm-hmm. that's how it pick our poison. What do we want to do?
0: Right. So now going from one virus to another virus to another problem that we just figured out just this week, in this current event section of plug with Molly and Joe. Um monkeypox
1: monkeypox like I I, want to know who decided to call it monkeypox. I need to know Monkeypox
0: bro bro. Uh, monkeypox
1: I need to know where that name came from. It's it's unfortunate that there's an African uh, an African person a kid on that poetry, but I want to see other races of people with those with that disease. You know why is it called monkeypox? We understand well, that it comes from Western Africa. Like it's a, it's, viral, about, it's a viral disease that occurs mostly in Central and Western Africa. It's called monkeypox because it was first identified
0: in laboratory monkeys. Now you see what I'm saying? See, yeah, I went with it. Yeah, someone made it. So, and then you're gonna call it monkeypox, and then it happens in Africa. Like, who thought of this? Like, who came right. up with this comedy? This comedy for such a serious situation. But yeah, John, man, like, yeah, man, it's 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 it's, it's crazy. It's 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 not um, hmm. it's not. It's I mean, what's going on is inhumane. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of the things, a lot of the problems that's coming about is self inflicted by. Um, humanity's own greed and 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 you know stuff like that man i mean it is getting real sad i mean just to see little man up there like come on what is that like monkey pox you made it right mm-hmm. they, right
1: and then it, they throw it in africa because it, right why was it created in africa like what you know what was the reason why that was uh why it was experimented there like why couldn't it yeah. have been experimented here but like you said it was a man-made disease so right. we don't understand uh, it. The subliminal messaging behind it, of
0: course. Right, right. And then, of course, it seems very racist, right? And then um, just to let everybody know, the reason why it's actually important is because it was noted that about 200 people was noted in, um, in the U.S. with monkeypox. So that's the reason why it was important to bring it up to make sure that you're aware that, um, you know, these these kind of things is real. And we don't want to get caught sleeping, right?
1: An outbreak can happen just like that. All it takes is right. a couple of hundred people, and that's what they're trying to say. Like, so be careful. Be right. on your P's and Q's. Um,
0: I'm just going to drop something real quick, a little quick um, shout out. Like, you know, not really a shout out, but um, we people look up NBC, NBC BLK, that's NBC BLK, that's NBC Black, and Fox, um, Soul. Um, you know, I consider them reputable um, sources of information for black people. Um, Joe finds one to be good and don't trust the other. We'll talk about that another time. Um, but we'll <laughs> bring it back because I want people <laughs> to check that out, man, because um, it's all black news. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's something that's that's very important for us to, to check out. You know what I mean? But um, with that being said, you know, um, let's do what we normally do around this time. Um, throw it to the Evening Rush Network, our network. Um, they got a word for us. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929 441 2417 or email us at the Evening Rush Network at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. I remember the platforms we own. A few of them is YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Anchor.fm, Spotify, A-Heart Radio, Mixcloud, Google Podcasts, iTunes Podcast, The Evening Rush Network, Deja Vu TV. And, of course, we are sponsored by none other than Bala. Bala. Big got- Apple to the camera for y'all. That's one of my favorite things to do in life is try to get that place going, man. Trust me, it's a journey, it's a job, it's a task, but it's everything I wanted in, in life, and I didn't even know it. And I'm blessed to be a part of it. Um, you know, um, we on Instagram, plugged plugged um MJ, and that just means Molly and Joe. It also means my son, but you know, we play with that. Sort of, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean. But um yeah, yeah, you know that that uh, we're gonna go into our next um topic. We're gonna go into our next, you know, our topic of the day. What you think? Should we go into the topic of the day? Roosting chickens. That mean, you know, chickens coming home to roost, that kind of thing that they were talking about. When systemic oppression backfires, it's a lot more times than what we're gonna bring about today. I think we're gonna try to throw we're gonna come back with this topic again. I like this topic because you know, I don't think we got a chance to get, you know, me, me, real knee deep into to it. But I think we're going to do a good job here today. Um, can I get that clip, please? The hypocrisy of the white. Man. On November 22nd, 1963, President John F. Kennedy was assassinated. For the, na- the day after the assassination, Malcolm X made a remark that shocked both his followers and his enemies. When you send uh, your chickens out in the morning from your barnyard, those chickens will return that evening to your barnyard, not your neighbor's barnyard. I think this is a prime example of the devil's chickens coming back home to roost. The public was enraged by his apparent irreverence. In his book, Malcolm insists he was misunderstood.
1: You were involved in a controversy some months ago with your leader. Is that over? Well, I've been, I've been silent for the past 90 days because of uh, some statements I made concerning the... President of the United States, uh, which were distorted. They were distorted. And, and yes. And what did you say, Malcolm? Well, I said the same thing that everybody says that uh, his assassination was the result of the climate of hate. But only, I, not, only,
0: only I said the chickens came home to roost, and which means the same thing. Uh, uh, climate of hate means that this is this is the result of something. And when I said chickens coming home to roost, I mean, uh, chickens coming home to roost. I said the same thing. But did you did you did not say that you were glad the president was killed. No, that's what the press said. Uh-huh. Hmm.
1: See how they switch your words. See how they switch your <laughs> words upon you? The press tried to make it seem like he hated Kennedy, but that wasn't the case. The case he, case was he was saying that what you will do, what you do in this world eventually comes back to you. Right. Exactly.
0: And um, you know, um, big shout out, big shout out to the to the legacy and to the to the to the work of Malcolm X, the great Malcolm X. Um, can I get a clap on that one, Sean? Can I get a clap on that one? I'm gonna wait for that one. Yeah, we go. Yeah, Malcolm X, one of the greatest minds ever to, to to grace our ears when it comes down to this game called um Um social uh, striving for social justice for our for people. Sure. Um so it goes into our to our to our to our topic and Modern day examples, modern day examples of the chickens coming home to roost, right? So we speak on like you see, we, we see the hate that pe- the hate that they put out there, comes back. So Joe, give me one example. Uh, uh, I can do
1: that. I can think of one right now that's kind of plaguing this country, if you will. it has been deemed as a pandemic, a state of emergency for a lot of governors in this in this country. Gun violence. Mm. gun violence. Mm. What it is, is one group of people don't look at the gun violence because it's not happening to them. So Mm -hmm. you have a big protest or you have a big uh, protesting on the right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. You're looking at the right to bear arms. What are you using the arms for? Are you using the arms to protect yourself? Are you using it for hobbies? Are you using it to self-defense? Whatever the case may be. You have a lot. I remember a few years ago when the NRA was fighting against those, uh, fighting against those who was trying to ban. Um, I remember that too. Yeah, and they were trying to make it stricter gun laws,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which makes more sense because not everybody needs to have a gun, right? So now what you're seeing is a surge of gun violence in this country that's astronomical. It's like I used to always hear about Chicago illinois being the main place for a lot of gun violence in this country you hear about it all the time because right. it was mass shootings like every other weekend over the last 10 to 12 years you're right. hearing it in other places as well and right. unfortunately the majority of it's happening in the in the in, in the um in the black communities in the urban communities because right. we're the ones who using the guns in a negative state but the problem is where. are where it's backfiring is that we're taking it out on other people as well. And now you're starting to see more mass shootings amongst the other uh, people as well, among the the oppressed people or the oppressors. Mm -hmm. And that's becoming a problem because now it's going to be deemed as, okay, we have to do something about this because it's not just us. It's you too.
0: Right. Because the matter of the chickens come on rules is the matter of the fact that the gun has turned on them. Right, you know what I mean. the the, the barrel the, the the barrel of the gun has 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 literally turned right, you know, right back to them, and um that's the that's one of the biggest that's one of the biggest um examples of the chicken coming home to roost is gun violence because these people um live and die by the gun. They live and die by wars. They live and die by the manufacturing of guns and wars. they That's what they do. I, this country is, a, is it's a warmongering country. This is one of the biggest warmongering countries there is. Not mm-hmm. a lot of countries are the same when it comes down to what America is when it comes down to wars. That's the reason why America remains one of the um, dumbest, con- the dumbest.
1: <laughs> oh, all right, <laughs> dumbest. one of the dumbest
0: countries countries out there but yet still in power how so it's the might of the gun and then
1: you always say this you always say we're not making the guns it's not us we're not manufacturing so how are the guns getting to us right and what are they being used
0: for and that's and then when you say roosting chickens we came back they came back home and said hey master Hey, master, how you feeling? You know, so let me get it. Let's get uh, let's get another. Let's get another um, um, example. What you got? One. I I got one. I got one. I got one. 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 This is a big one for me. It hurts real hard because it's affected my life. I know it's affected your life. Drug the drug war, right? The uh-huh. drug war leading into what? What what the drug war led into? How is because uh-huh. ch- because remember when we talking about we talking about what happened? How, what they put the, out there, they, the hate it they works. put towards us was put the drugs mm-hmm. in our communities. Correct? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's the, hate, that's the hate they put towards us, y'all. They put they poured the drugs into our community. Had that be our one of our main resources of income when it came down to um, to, to, to just surviving in the hood? And um, the backfiring is the opioid crisis. crisis. That's right. It's you a crisis. The- it's a crisis that's now. now how is it a crisis now when it wasn't a crisis when it was my people that was suffering from the crack epidemic? And heroin as well. And heroin. Yeah. And then on top of that, the gun violence that we was talking about. Well,
1: right. It, it's, uh, it, it doesn't seem like a big issue when it's not the
0: oppressors that are dealing with it. like but and, are- and then it became the oppressors that had to deal with it, Right. right. Right, 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 right. When you look at it, it right. and once it became important is when the chickens came home okay. to roost. roost. Because guess what? Guess who turned those people up? We did. We were sitting there. Telling them to, Listen, come on in. Go, come, come, right. come, come hang with us. And they was oppressed as well. They depressed as well. Because they wasn't getting none of that 1% money. You yep. know what I'm saying? They sitting there with us. You know what I mean? And yes, yes, indeed, Tiff. the the legit pharmaceutical companies was behind it because they was dumping it into the streets. That's right. You know what I mean? Because they was was telling them, okay, to get off heroin, I'm going to give you methadone. That's right.
1: That's right. And then here's another thing behind it as well. So you give them the methadone in order for them to kind of, I guess, keep themselves sane or keep themselves balanced. Mm -hmm. But during this pandemic, there were a lot of meth, and the clinics that just closed because they couldn't support anymore. So then we've seen another re, uh, another pandemic, if you will, among homelessness and just mm. mental health. That could be considered a health crisis too. And, and
0: another one of those chickens coming to hold rooster. You know,
1: we, we, we've talked about this before. I need to see what this country is going to do in regards to mental health. How are they going to recover from it? Because we know that they have it, especially in these big cities, because right. there's so many people who've failed and faltered because of it. Like they've lost their job. They've lost their livelihood. And I'm not going to say that they're crazy because they're not, but they're mentally broken. And a lot of them turn to the drugs. A lot of them turn to the violence. These are the things that they turn to to make themselves feel some type of way. And people haven't recovered from it yet. So, you know, so then they're, they're going to take it out on the people who they feel are responsible for them being that way. That's Yo. the role of roosting, you know?
0: Yeah. I, listen, I love this topic. Listen, producer, chop this one up as one of those topics, one of those things we do on some type of regular basis because we could get plenty of examples of um, roosting chickens. I think we could do this as a segment at some point in time and keep it going because I love this one right here. You know
1: uh, what I mean? Well, we, we, well, Tiff, we definitely know about the uh, about the pharmaceuticals and what they do. I mean, you go back to, you mentioned Dr. Sebiel earlier in our show, and we look what happened with him, you know, with the whole him being able to cure cancer and AIDS, and look how the big pharmaceuticals went after
0: him. They got rid of him. If, if you, you, you ask people, they got rid of that man.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, because the fact that he was able to prove it. Like if you get rid of big farm, that's a big that's a big part of of the American industry that you're getting rid of. If you're able to cure AIDS and cancer, right? Seriously, and the fact that he was able to prove it, they had to literally legitimately take him to court and sue him for that and for everything he had.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So
1: that's a prime example of you know bucking the system, if you will.
0: And um, bro. I'm telling you, man. And 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 what's crazy about the opioid crisis is um I'm actually I actually want them to get help. You know what I mean? I don't want them to suffer. Like to be honest okay. with you, I don't want other oppressed people to suffer just because the 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 rate because uh, of the racism, even if they're racist, I listen, there's people that's my color that don't like me. Right. Black. Think Absolutely. about that. Think about that. There's people of my own color that don't like me that don't that that you know that 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 has the dislike of of who I am. So I don't even want harm or hurt to come to them. You know well, what I'm saying?
1: When you look at when you look at these crises and you look at these things are happening, it's almost like it's being tested, thrown into neighborhoods, thrown into places to see who will survive. The strongest will survive. And for we more, most of the time we're more stronger than the opposite the oppression. And it's a form of. That,
0: because that's thrown at us with the opioid crisis is something that they made up. They messed that up. They was, they, 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 you know, that's something that they went and got and, and did. You know what I'm saying? Like, I you know I mean, they, they was making it. They was sitting there. Yeah.
1: Right. Crack was an epidemic. Opioid is a crisis. Exactly. Who did crack will affect more of? People of our color, people of us, our, our, but, our ancestors, our descendants. Like who is opioids? Opioids uh, affecting not them. us, them,
0: them. And the crisis oh. is a, the crisis is a big difference in wording. She's right. The crisis is a big, very big difference in wording. Um, let me. Um, two. I'm gonna give you the next two real quick, right? Um, I, I came up with these because it just gives you an example of the old guard. Um, doing too much, and then they get caught up, right? So, you got Jeffrey Epstein, right? <laughs> who's that? Who's Jeffrey Epstein, Joe?
1: Give him a little. Uh, quick. Jeffrey Epstein was a billionaire, if you will, that fed the desires to the needy of those who were famous he had a Mm -hmm. private island where he hosted young girls underage girls and just fed them to the wolves if you will a Mm -hmm. lot of people in hollywood a lot of people in politics a lot of people uh who have money went to these islands and saw their fantasies fulfilled
0: but some of your some of your favorite names was on that list so so so-called
1: Absolutely. So, uh, like if like that list had gotten out, or somebody had been come to testify, a lot of of our Hollywood and our famed and our elitist, if you will, would have been publicly humiliated and destroyed.
0: Right. And the Harvey Weinstein guy.
1: Another one. You, could, I, I call him the Jewish Bill Cosby. Uh, right. What I mean by that is he's pretty much dealing with the same things that Cosby dealt with. Um right. people going in, uh people going in and multiple women coming out and saying that they, he assaulted them or he right. did something indecent. So what happened is there he he was just recently extradited back to California to the deal start the process for it. But it's funny how two or three years ago this happened and he didn't serve one lick of jail time yet.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's been free this whole time under house arrest.
0: Right. That's what people don't understand. People don't understand. Bill Cosby done did time already, Um, but as we can see, they didn't have. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm pretty sure that's probably the right reason why Harvey Weinstein is um under house arrest. But what I tied all both of those into, and even what we spoke on Bill Cosby. I mean, Bill Cosby was caught up in something that caused this whole what we called um today the Me Too movement. That is the symbolism of the chicken. Coming home to Man, roost. This is, this is the roosting. The roosting is at one time in life you can you can you can um you can you can be a misogynist asshole, right? At one time in life you can disrespect women and 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 you know and treat them lowly, and it won't be a problem. Once a time in life you can um persuade them to do favors for you just so they could get ahead in life, and it wouldn't be no problem. You understand what I'm saying? Because that was the status quo. That's what how how big, big money in Hollywood and all of these people dealt. But the chicken coming home to roost is these situations stemming to the Me Too movement. You know what I mean? And which got these people getting arrested and locked up and, and changed the whole dynamic into even how people have to deal in social settings anymore. right?
1: Absolutely. And that's what it is. Now it's affecting the oppressor. And now the oppressors are having problems with it. Like there are a lot of uh, what you would call average white men who are pissed. They are mad. They feel that their rights are being violated. They feel
0: like a lot of suing, a lot of, a lot of people has been sued. I mean, a lot of people's job. these are only two names. You know what I mean? These are only two names. You understand right. what I'm saying?
1: There's so many people. There's like,
0: so many people that's been, been caught in, in scandals such as this in the past, I would say what three, four, five years now.
1: Yeah. 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 And that's exactly what it is. And now you had uh I saw Joe Rogan on NBC. He made this statement about single white men being the oppressed. Mm-hmm. He feels that they're being oppressed because of this, because they're not able mm-hmm. to act in the way of how they acted before. He said they're afraid to say anything anymore because mm-hmm. if they act the way that they used to act, they'll be canceled.
0: And then that goes into our next point is even our last president, Donald Trump, who also was one that was accused of many, 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 many misappropriations with women. You know what I mean? He was accused of um, you know, dealing, you know, dealing dealing not so great with women. And you know, grab a bottle, it in all that stuff. He was he yeah. was, a, he, was a, he was a proponent for that these things, and um, that ties into our next point, right? Well, Joe, was our next point here?
1: Well, we're going to talk about the last election, the twenty twenty election, mm-hmm. when you change the rules to benefit you, but it doesn't benefit you, right? The rules were changed so that it would benefit Trump. However, it backfired and benefited Biden. That's right. an example of the chickens coming home to roost. Mm-hmm. You call you <laughs> you call that pudding, you call that. If that's not the example of an oppression of being system being backfired, I don't know what is.
0: Right. You know. And I think it I think it happened twice, if you ask me. I think the first Trump election, him being president in itself, is actually the chicken coming home to roost mm-hmm. That's Because there's no way. They wanted that to be the case. Trust me, there's no way. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not convinced that they they wanted Donald J. Trump to be the next president of the United States. They knew they just didn't have a snowball's chance in he double hockey stickers. they would say. Hell, and beating that woman if they didn't just pull off some old outlandish left wing right, you know, what I mean swing or whatever. Because what they played into was the race card. That's what they played into, and they knew they would get that divide with Donald Trump because he was going to breathe that Hitler mentality into the people, and um, guess what? It worked, right? It worked, but guess what? The reason why that's the roost and chicken is because they would never want that to have happened because democracy was actually working for a change. Remember, they used to control the narrative all these years. Now, all of a sudden, we starting to uh, nah, nah, we want this person. Now nah, we don't want that person. You know what I mean? Because they had to give us a black man at, at one point. Just think about it. Chicken's coming on the roost. Well,
1: what was also interesting about it is I, I remember hearing this uh, this quote in regards to the campaign. Just because right. you get all the votes don't mean you're going to win. Right. So We could say that happened in Hillary's case. Right? right? She got all the votes, but she didn't win. So four years later, you come around the thing and Biden, the votes are almost very similar. Like even though more people voted to get it, I get it, but it goes to show you how many people didn't vote for Hillary as opposed to voting for Trump. Right. He got more votes this time around than Hillary did last time. Right. That's scary to know that that many people did not vote in the last four years.
0: And he's the ultimate wild card when it comes down to chickens coming home to roost because oh. guess what? This man wants he, he, to be the he, next he, Hitler. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah you understand what i'm saying so why would like that that's not good for nobody i don't care what color you are that is not good If you know what i mean one man dictator no it's not not not, not that's you know so they 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 created a monster in in him you understand what i'm yeah. saying if you ask me but you know let's let's go but let, you know let's move on from these 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 nasty boys like it, it's just ugly because I want to speak to something that actually was so painful that it brought out um it brought out diamonds. You know what I'm saying? The pressure. This is one of them situations where the pressure brought out diamonds, brother. You know what I mean? What you think, man? What you think? This net this last this last point of the chickens coming home to roost.
1: I think it shows what could be done. I think it shows what can be done when the system oppression backfires. I mean, you have negative causes or you have negative challenges and mm-hmm you use them to your advantage, but over time, everything that's bad is going to become good. And in right. this case,
0: right, go ahead. I'm listening. In this
1: case, in this case, the challenges became good. Mm-hmm. Um, slavery.
0: Go ahead. Let's talk about slavery,
1: it. Yes, let's talk about it. Slavery, we understand that it was officially meant for us to be down. It was meant for us to be in a sense of oppression.
0: Right. And for a long time. Mm-hmm.
1: For hundreds of years, we were oppressed. We mm-hmm. we deemed as the worst form of human life in this in this world. Right. So us going through that over the course of time, changing. I mean, I'm, I'm going to sit here and say that we're 100% on the opposite end yet because we're not.
0: Not at all. But
1: to see what was able to come from it and see where we are. Yes, there's still a long way to go. A right. long way to go, but the tide is turning from, like you said, right. from the coal, the pressure became a diamond. Right. You know, so we're st- like I said, we're as slowly but surely we're squeezing that coal and it's breaking and the glass the diamond is starting to show and reveal. We still got a few hundred more years before we get there. It's hard. But we're seeing the transgression of what chicken comes home
0: to roost mean in that sense. Right, because um slavery was what they did to us. That's the hate they showed us. That's the the ultimate, the ultimate, the ultimate, the ultimate um test in um perseverance, that's the ultimate test in our fortitude as uh, as people. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't care where you were in the islands, if you was here in the, in the home in, in American in American soil, wherever you was oppressed at as a black man at any point in the past, um, got us strong enough to be here today. Like I said, like I said, now look at us. You right. know what I mean? They didn't see this in their wildest dreams. That's why I said this is. Uh, we are examples of the chicken coming home to roost. All in all, in, all in one. We are the that example. The Martin Luther Kings, the Malcolm X's, all of these people that they built. They built us. They 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 made us become the people that we are. They made us become plugged with Molly and Joe because of all of the things that we're tied of today.
1: That's you know right. what I mean, Joe? You
0: feel Absolutely. me?
1: What I did want to do, though, is I wanted to aware people and let them know what's happening. Keep a look at what's happening in Congress and politics and law. Look at these things. we caused so much of an uproar over the last four years that everything is being changed to go against us.
0: They're trying to change all the rules. They're
1: trying to change the rules so that it doesn't benefit us anymore. Right. So people need to pay attention to that. But eventually what will happen is the chickens will come home to roost again. But in order to stop the chickens from roosting, we need to pay attention to what's going on and say, no, even if you do have the upper advantage, if you do have the loopholes, we're not going to let y'all get away with this. We still going to come out strong.
0: Yeah, we just got to put in a little more energy. We just gotta put in a little more time, you know what I'm saying, into into going to vote or to going to make the changes that's necessary because they're going to do it, like you said. It's inevitable. They're doing it now. In Texas, they're doing it right now. You understand what I'm wow. saying? They're changing all of all of the voting laws down there. Yeah. No nope. changing,
1: changing all the voting laws. They're penalizing and arresting Texas Democrats because they don't want to vote. Against the laws because you know they're trying to procrastinate as long as possible or elongate it, and the the governor is like, "Well, you're going to be arrested if you don't show up and put these votes in."
0: Right, right. So they they left to go to Washington, right? No.
1: Yes, they left to go to Washington because they they didn't want to be in the vicinity of the voting, or they have to prolong it as long as possible. This happened last week, so. Just last week, we're dealing with this. Why do you think they would try to
0: change the voting laws in the first place? Because week? they're scared. They Listen, if they don't have control of their system, then what do they have control of? Exactly. There's no system to control. There's no system to control, brother. And that's why we have to continue to be plugged with Molly and Joe. We have to continue to be the Evening Rush Network and the Evening Rush Radio on um, podcast. We have to continue to be um, Queens of New York City podcast. We got to continue to be the voices out here making changes in these people's lives, bro. We got to. We got to keep the foot on their throat to make them nervous because that's what all of those moves is nervous moves. If you're in the street, that's nervous moves when you're making extra extra rules to make sure this person don't rock. Absolutely. You know what I mean?
1: And, that, and that's what it is, because you're afraid that people are going to come forth and take your shine away or make you feel like you're irrelevant. Because that's what it is. Right. Like we, we know a change of the guard is is going to happen. We know that it's, it's bound to happen. Right. And what's happening is you have people who are just going to elongate that not happening. So it's like they can't Dude. believe it. And that's what, what these rules you- being changed and all these things happening. Even with you know critical race theory, which we've talked about before, same thing. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're changing. Well, I, I, I didn't. I didn't want to bring this up because we talked about this already. But I did want to talk about the critical race theory. What I saw recently. No, you, that up. Where you have the Texas school system pretty much banning people from saying that the Ku Klux Klan were negative or morally wrong. This wow. happened this week. I saw this, and I was sitting there going,
0: "But why?" But why we can't have an opinion on that though? Like why I can't look at all of the the lynching, all of the criminal activities that you committed to my people um, for years and years and years, um, and say, you know what, y'all are bad people. Why I can't see that for myself?
1: It's not an opinion because it's fact. It happened. Really? It's reality. There's no perception behind any of this. This stuff happened, and there's proof of it. The part, the point is that it doesn't. They don't want it to be taught. They don't want to be looked at as the bad people anymore. It happened already. I'm so you can, there's no way you can you can go around it. So they rather just say, "Hey, we're gonna get rid of it," and eventually, it won't come up anymore. So I'm, what's gonna happen uh, is it uh, to be illegal, it's gonna be illegal to talk about. You can't talk about that no
0: more. It's sacred. It's forbidden. I'm 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 well, I look at that as desperation because I look at a lot of the moves. You know what I mean? Right. It, yeah, yeah. So if they stop talking about it, it will disappear, eventually become questionable. Right, you're right. If you because the same way, if you keep if you keep speaking on it, it's going to become things that people, you know, common knowledge, the Klu Klux Klan killed black people um slavery was bad for black people and and the the, the 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 drumbeat of that allows for a lot of other people to wake up to the fact that yo, wait a minute we're not Great people, we we got. Wait, wait, wait. We owe these people something, and they're not ready to do that. And like I said, chicken come home to roost because slavery. Now look at us. Because the times that they keep, you know, exposing the, the beat downs and the beat downs and the beat downs and whippings and the whippings and the whippings and, and, and the police brutality and the police killings and the the you know the lopsided of of, of, of um, opportunities in, in in the workforce and you know all of these different things, man. And yeah. Yeah, bro. It's 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 inevitable. You understand know what I'm saying? It's inevitable for us to to, to 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 you know to topple this, but they're gonna they're gonna fight it. They're gonna fight it, bro.
1: Listen, we just gotta keep being that word. We just gotta keep being that voice, you know, and yeah. hope that more people wake up. And not even woke, but wake up, understand what's happening. Because it's a matter Mm. of understanding what's happening. Because you can know what's going on and not care about it. But Mm. something is going to click and say, hey, this is not right. We need to do something about this. Or we need to keep letting people know that it's wrong to to, to want to do this. Or that it's wrong to uh, want these things to go away. Because when I heard that, it just did something to me. It said they are really trying to... Make themselves look good, or what's going to happen? Maybe not in their time, but if you don't talk, like you said if you don't talk about it, it becomes a question mark. Did it really uh, happen? Uh, right. uh, we heard rumors about it, and it really happened. And there's, you know, and it's it been gone for so long. There's nothing to prove. You got to go back in deep again, and 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 and, and uh, think about it, and research it, and make sure again. Okay.
0: Yeah, people unfortunately do wait until something bad happens to them to personally decide to become change makers and that happened to me. I know it definitely happened to me. I know it definitely happened to Joe. I know it definitely happened to most of the people that is out here, change makers. And I guess it goes in the name of being change makers is that um, you was hit with something that had to make you shift up. You know what I'm saying? You was hit with something that had to make you change up and do something different. You know what I mean? You You wouldn't know that you have to be that if you didn't get caught up with something to show you that you know what I mean so yes we wait we unfortunately we have to wait but guess what I think most change makers most people that's that's here doing the work doing the doing the work in the community um had to experience some things to make you understand why we have to do this work you know I, All right, do-
1: I totally agree with what you're saying and yeah. I, what my my hope is that when that change does happen to people, or when something happens to them I hope it's not the end-all be-all because a lot of people can't recover from that
0: blow they can't recover from that reality check right you know, you're the- right people- yeah. yeah yeah that is the catch 22 there bro like you like they, they can't recover something bad something bad for some people is they is the end you're right you're yeah, yeah. Yeah, really, yeah. right you're right. You're right. And empathy can motivate people as well. Yes, I mean, if I, yeah, and that's what we're doing. The at plug with Joe. We empathize with our people. We try to. We try to talk to our people. Sometimes it's sad topics. Sometimes it it do get to me. Like even tonight's topic um gets to me. You know what I mean? So you know um I you know and I, I you can hear it in my voice somewhat because it's like you can see where we've come so far, but then the reality is, golly, they're gonna try hard. To keep us down, still, right, bro?
1: Yes. There's, there's, like I said, there's way more work to be done. Like I'm happy that progress is being done, and I'm happy that the word is getting out. I'm happy that people are speaking on it. But Uh
0: more, we need more. More. And enough of us to do it.
1: And we go. go,
0: And we're going to get it done because when we come back, we're going to make sure that we we do everything in our in our power to be spread out throughout this nation, throughout this country, throughout. Throughout the world, we're gonna get out there, Joe. We're gonna get out there, man. For and sure. uh, remember, we're sponsored by Baller. we on Instagram, that's plugged. Um, MJ, um, I'm Molly the Voice, that's words by Joe. We're on all the platforms we on is on um, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Anchor.fm, Spotify, Aha Radio, Mixed Cloud, Google Podcasts, iTunes Podcast, the Evening Rush Network.com, Deja Vu TV. You could have called us in at 929-441-2417. We are gonna get some people to start calling us saying, "Watch, watch this." I know it's, oh, gonna, it's gonna be hectic soon. Watch, we gonna have right, a yeah. whole whole segment for it. Watch, i you gonna hold and wait for you and all that. Watch, because y'all took y'all took too long to start calling. Yeah, but man. um, my shout out to my brother for giving me that tip on 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 that um to because you never know who tuned in late. So if you tuned in late, then, you know, you need to know them platforms that we're on, too. So shout out to all those platforms that allowed us to be on their airwaves and on their televisions. Um Shout out to the Evening Rush Network. Shout out to you, Joe. Shout out to you, Molly. And that's plugged with Molly and Joe. Yo. Mental Warriors. Peace. Peace.